Good morning, contrarians. Thursday morning, December 16th, and stocks look to continue their rally that was started yesterday to coincide with a surprising move by the Fed to turn more hawkish. I normally limit this briefing to forward-looking indicators covering the data releases and other announcements that are imminent to kind of try to get a gauge of where markets are going to go. But considering what happened yesterday afternoon with the Fed, I thought it would be worthwhile to just kind of take a look at this because it was pretty bizarre what happened. And on the face of it kind of flies in the face of traditional kind of market dynamics or what we thought were traditional market dynamics. But I think there's a simple explanation for it. But to recap real quick, yesterday we were set up going into the Fed meeting yesterday afternoon with concerns over the Fed potentially accelerating their tapering of bond purchases. And it was hard to say whether that was priced in or not, but there was generally a fear that this would happen. And in our assessment yesterday, if you read it or listened to it, I said that really the only way there could be a rally was if the Fed decided not to accelerate tapering of bond purchases. At least that's what the market was kind of telling us going in. And so it was rather surprising or very surprising when, first of all, the Fed came in and said they would not only accelerate bond bond tapering, but actually quicken the pace, doubling it than what it had been previously, and then accelerating it further early next year, and also making noise to there being three interest rate hikes next year. This was a pretty hawkish tilt by the Fed, and not something that was entirely expected, I don't think. And so it was very strange to see markets turn as soon as this was announced and move higher. And seemingly more bizarre, once Jay Powell went on at 2.30, they, the rally intensified. And at the close, we were up for the day. But like I said, I think there is a simple explanation for this. There's basically only two ways to explain what happened. One is that investors were expecting an even more hawkish tilt by the Fed. Potentially rate hikes, maybe even a better, more acceleration of bond purchases to where they were going to wipe out the whole program in a month or two. Um, so maybe in light of that, this would have been a relief rally. Secondly, and I think this is the more realistic explanation, is that investors were not really fearing the hawkish Fed at all but were instead more concerned about the specter of inflation and more importantly concerned that the Fed would not do anything about inflation, that it continued to view inflation as transitory, even though the Fed has thankfully abandoned this language, and that it would basically sit by and let the market overheat, let inflation overheat, and then that, that would cause all kinds of problems. So. In light of this, it seems that the, Fed, the market is actually cheering the hawkish tilt by the Fed and basically approving that the Fed got this inflation threat right and that they are adjusting their monetary policy in light of it. Now, obviously, there was still there's a lot of nuance around this, and, and Jay Powell said he wasn't sure when there was going to be liftoff, blah, blah, blah. But it looks like on the face of it, 
that's what happened and that the market is rewarding the Fed for getting this right. Now, ultimately, a tightening cycle will upend the bull market. That has been the pattern. It happens, but it takes a while. As we said yesterday, this takes years sometimes for higher interest rates to take effect in the economy and to kind of make, make their way through the economy to where it becomes an issue. And for now, apparently, inflation is the bigger concern, and the market, again, approves of this. So looking at this morning's movement, we have stock futures continuing their rally. Like I said, small caps are seeing the biggest gains. That's a, a good sign that this is going to continue. The Russell 2000 is up over 1%, 1.3% 1 at the time of this recording. NASDAQ pointing to gains as well, about 8 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials and S&P 500 are up a little less, around 0 0.6, 0.7% or so. Bonds are rallying as well a little bit. The yield on the two-year is down to 0.64%. It was up above 0.7% yesterday. Ten-year yield is down a bit to 1.44 from 1.47%. This, too, would be an indication that the market is uh, no longer quite so concerned about inflation because bonds have no value when there is inflation, but when there isn't, they, they do um, have something. So I guess this speaks also to the Fed policy. Commodities also rising here, continuing the risk on trend. WTI crude is up about 1.4%, trading around $72 a barrel. Natural gas up 3%, palladium up 7%, copper up 3%. Other industrial metals are up as well. Cryptos are even moving higher a little bit. Bitcoin is now trading hands around 49,000. So there are some some, indic some data releases today that are worth looking at, uh, mainly around housing data. And we have a couple of these here. We have the from the U.S. Census Bureau, home building permits and housing starts. These are out at 830 as I say every time that there is housing data, this is the kind of a bellwether of the U.S. economy, especially the U.S. consumer. Most Americans will not buy anything bigger or more expensive in their entire lives than a house. And housing starts, which are, uh, I'm sorry, building permits, which is basically like the name suggests, permission by the government for construction companies to start building is kind of the most leading indicator of this. So these are new home constructions that the government has has approved and a, a good sign, like I said, for the, the housing market, which as in, reflect, in reflection is an indication of the health of the U U.S. consumer. And as we know, the U.S. consumer drives the world economy. So for what it's worth, ex economists are expecting um, this number to increase by about 0.5% over the last, last month. It's been quite healthy for some time, although it did peak in February and has come down a little bit since then, but again, still, still quite healthy. And we also have initial jobless claims out today, seeing how it's Thursday. Expectations there for, are for about 200,000 new claims. That's up from 184,000 last week. The Fed said this was the last thing, full employment, what they consider full employment, which they were kind of nebulous on, but Powell said it was around maybe less than 4%, I don't know, 3.8%, he said, I'm not sure. But um, that is uh, the last thing that, that's keeping them from raising rates, apparently. So we'll have to continue, continue to see the housing, housing. I'm sorry, the employment market be healthy. This would give them an, an out maybe next year if this doesn't recover 
and we'll see what happens then in terms of inflation, but whatever. Uh, a little later today, we also have industrial production, market PMIs. The services part of the PMI is the most interesting one that I'll be watching because services are now the bulk of the U.S. economy. Um, expectations are for a 58.5 print, which is the same as last month and still well ahead of the 50 level that separates expansion from contraction. Finally, central banks also. Yesterday we had the Fed. Well, today we have the European Central Bank and the Bank of England. And the BOE is actually imminent at 7 o'clock. Interesting here. It's called the Bank of England, but they set interest rate policy not only for England, but also for Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland. So, but you didn't know that. Actually, I bet you did. Anyway, ECB at 745. These are really only interesting for bond uh, for bond and, and currency FX traders, I think. I guess it'll be interesting to see how they follow the Fed. If not, you can expect that maybe the euro and the pound to blow out a bit and the dollar to gain um, over those currencies. Then uh, finally, lastly, very lastly, we have earnings. Adobe is due to report before the open. And after the close, we have Rivian and FedEx. FedEx is a kind of a good indicator of um, you know the U.S. economy, considering how much stuff people buy and then get then gets shipped by FedEx. So anyway, it makes for a busy morning. Let's hope you're ready. The bottom line risk on mood looks likely to continue. All of our morning metrics, with the exception of bonds, are pointing to risk on. Bonds the one outlier because they are actually rising, which usually happens when you have risk off. But considering what where things are with inflation, I guess that makes sense, and I guess that's also a healthy move. So that's where things are this morning. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. Um, this is free pod- uh, podcast. This Today's episode is free making it available to everybody. If you like it, please do subscribe. And either way, let me know what you think. You can reply to the email and give me your thoughts, and I will respond to them. With that, I leave you for today and look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.